0: The Twenty-Third Day of the Month Live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. For God has graciously granted you the privilege of suffering for Him. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interest, but to the interest of others. Philippians 1, verses 27, 29 and verse 3. The eighth beatitude, happy those who are persecuted in the cause of right, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Any dummy can be obnoxious enough to elicit persecution. It takes neither talent nor concentration. But to call forth persecution in the cause of right, that is quite another matter. Our capacity for self-deception is enormous. Thus, we can convince ourselves we are both working for the right cause and working at it in the right way, when in truth we are engaging in self-serving actions that detract from the causes we think we promote. It is possible to stand in the way of what is right, even when we are intending to walk in right paths. Therefore, our urgent need is to see ourselves as our critics see us. When we are derided for the causes we espouse, it is well to ask— Is the object of derision the cause I support or my imperfect way of expressing that cause? When I feel constrained to criticize others, am I criticizing their causes and viewpoints or them personally? Do I feel a sense of deep sadness within when I must stand against others or do I feel a secret sense of glee or of superiority? Do I want to see those who criticize me persuaded and transformed or defeated and punished? How can I better be faithful to what I believe and at the same time be tender and compassionate in my manner and open to new understandings within myself? In the kingdom of heaven, the impurities of wrong motives for right actions cannot exist. They are refined away by the fire of divine goodness. Opening prayer. Remember, O Lord, all who are unjustly accused or wrongfully treated because they stand for what is right. To such persons give the comfort of your presence now and the assurance that they shall share in your triumph over all evil at the coming of your kingdom. Grant us also to stand for what is right, and to do this always with pure intention and wise action, that the causes we support may commend themselves to the world without distractions we create, through Jesus who, without thought for himself, called forth the ultimate persecution and achieved the final victory. Amen. Psalm 9, verses 1 through 14. I'm thanking you, God, from a full heart. I'm writing the book on your wonders. I'm whistling, laughing, and jumping for joy. I'm singing your song, High God. The day my enemies turned tail and ran, they stumbled on you and fell on their faces. You took over and set everything right. When I needed you, you were there, taking charge. You blow the whistle on godless nations. You throw dirty players out of the game, wipe their names right off the roster. Enemies disappear from the sidelines, their reputation trashed, their names erased from the halls of fame. God holds the high center. He sees and sets the world's mess right. He decides what is right for us earthlings, gives people their just deserts. God's a safe house for the battered, a sanctuary during bad times. The moment you arrive, you relax. You're never sorry you knocked. Sing your songs to Zion, dwelling God. Tell his stories to everyone you meet. How he tracks down killers, yet keeps his eye on us, registers every whimper and moan. Be kind to me, God. I've been kicked around long enough. Once you've pulled me back from the gates of death, I'll write the book on hallelujahs, on the corner of Main and 1st. I'll hold a street meeting. I'll be the strong leader. We'll fill the air with salvation songs. From the prophet Malachi. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. "'And now this commandment is for you, O priest. If you do not listen, and if you do not take it to heart to give honor to my name,' says the Lord of hosts, then I will send the curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. And indeed, I have cursed them already, because you are not taking it to your heart.' Behold, I am going to rebuke your offspring, and I will spread refuse on your faces, the refuse of your feast, and you will be taken away with it. Then you will know that I have sent this commandment to you, that my covenant may continue with Levi, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant with him was one of life and peace, and I gave them to him as an object of reverence. So he revered me and stood in awe of my name. True instruction was in his mouth, and unrighteousness was not found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and uprightness, and he turned many back from iniquity. For the lips of a priest should preserve knowledge, and men should seek instruction from his mouth, for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. But as for you, you have turned aside from the way, you have caused many to stumble by the instruction, you have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says the Lord of hosts. So I also have made you despised and abased before all the people, just as you are not keeping my ways, but are showing partiality in the instruction. Do we not have all one father? Has not one God created us? Why do we deal treacherously each against his brother, so as to profane the covenant of our father? Judah has dealt treacherously, and an abomination has been committed in Israel and in Jerusalem, for Judah has profaned the sanctuary of the Lord, which he loves, and has married the daughter of a foreign God. As for the man who does this, may the Lord cut off from the tents of Jacob every one who awakes and answers, or who presents an offering to the Lord of hosts. This is another thing you do. You cover the altar of the Lord with tears, with weeping, and with groaning, because he no longer regards the offering or accepts it with favor from your hand. Yet you say, for what reason? Because the Lord has been a witness between you and the wife of your youth, against whom you have dealt treacherously, though she is your companion and your wife by covenant. But not one has done so who has a remnant of the Spirit. And what did that one do while he was seeking a godly offspring? Take heed then to your spirit, and let no one deal treacherously against the wife of your youth. For I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel, and him who covers his garment with wrong, says the Lord of hosts. So take heed to your spirit that you do not deal treacherously. From the letter to James, chapter 4, verse 13, Therefore, to one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries which are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted and your garments have become moth-eaten. Your gold and your silver have rusted, and the rust will be a witness against you and will consume your flesh like fire. It is in the last days that you have stored up your treasure. Behold the pay of the laborers who mowed your fields, and which has been withheld by you cries out against you and the outcry of those who did the harvesting has reached the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. You have lived luxuriously on the earth and led a life of wanton pleasure. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and put to death the righteous man. He does not resist you. The gospel according to Luke chapter 17 verses 20 through 37. Now having been questioned by the Pharisees as to when the kingdom of God was coming, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there it is, for behold, the kingdom of God is in your midst. And he said to the disciples, The day will come when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. They will say to you, Look there, look here, do not go away and do not run after them. For just like the lightning, when it flashes out one part of the sky, shines to the other part of the sky, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. And just as it happened in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying, they were being given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same as happened in the days of Lot. They were eating, they were drinking, they were buying, they were selling, they were planting, they were building. But on the day that Lot went out from Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, the one who is on the housetop and whose goods are in the house must not go down to take them back. And likewise, the one who is in the field must not turn back. Remember Lot's wife? Whoever seeks to keep his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night there will be two in one bed. One will be taken, and the other will be left. There will be two women grinding at the same place. One will be taken, and the other will be left. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken, and the other will be left. And answering, they said to him, Where, Lord? And he said to them, Where the body is, there also the vultures will be gathered. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. Guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, Give a full measure of your Holy Spirit, that they may glorify not themselves, but you. Prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you, and extravagant generosity toward others. This we pray through Christ the Risen One. Amen. A Prayer for Thanksgiving Day by Robert Stuckey It is always right, O God, to praise you and to bless your name. Even if the harvest fail, even when economies falter, still you are our God. Still you bless us richly. Help us to see your active hand in bounty or in scarcity, in pain as well as pleasure. When we fail to see you at work, we fall into the sin of ingratitude. Or even suppose that all that we have is the work of our own hands, the result of our own intelligence and industry. Forgive us and save us from an existence so self-centered. Set us free from greedy and grasping hearts. By your generosity to us, teach us to be generous to others, and thus to give evidence to you that we are indeed your thankful people. This we pray through Jesus Christ, your most gracious and enduring gift to us, for whom be everlasting praise. Amen. full version of the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as He did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that He will make all things right if I surrender to His will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen.